Seltzer Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Whoa! Matt, you seem scared by the clap. What happened? Because <laughs> I've had the clap before, didn't I? Well, and you're in Vegas. That was that a, scary. That well, yeah. It was. It, you are in Vegas, and you're sitting next to a rock star. Who? Can you name the rock star who's on our show? Evan tonight? Haver. Wow. No. Sorry, he's Evan he's Haver. my rock star. I think you got but, a little salty because Cover ball. Matt got a little salty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got a little no, salty. No, no, not at all. We're cover song we best. are fortunate cover to have best. one of our close friends, awesome rock star, and. I, I stroke Phil's uh, dick enough. Uh, Phil Labonte from All That Remains. Ladies I, and gentlemen. Man, yeah. I listen to you, you know, all, all, since I was times. in the fucking, since I was in high school. Azalea Dying and All That Remains were my two favorite metalcore bands. I was obsessed with them. Phil pulled me aside at the SHOT Show, I think we four years ago or so, yep, and was like, years. hey man, uh, kind of cool videos. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, it's you. And we had a, and it's been friendship since. It was, it was the fact that he liked guns, and I was like, oh, that's, oh, the, kind, that's the kind of guy that I like. <laughs> yeah, that's that cool. deep voice. It, it sounds like you've been drinking warm gin in a garage in July. Uh, I, wow. The only thing that I've I been like drinking it. today is water and really? red and Red Bull. Really, right. and Red Bull. Yeah, no booze. Let me ask you this: When, when yeah. somebody like Matt is a super fan of your music, is that is that strange, or do you have a ton of those where you're just like, man? I get hit up all the time by people. For me, it's still it's still awkward, you know. I mean, it's gotta be right. Because because is it awkward? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, me and Matt have kissed. So <laughs> Matt, oh, we have. We, there was whoa, a whoa, yeah. gay chicken. God damn it! There played, was a was there, gay was there, yeah, there was. We played gay chicken. Oh, that was the. I forgot it was you. We yeah. were trying to <laughs> you Dakota. And yeah, that it's was, Evan. And there's one no, Evan, and then there's one more. Wait, whoa, God, I've kissed a lot of dudes. Wow. Matthew Gonzalez. No, that He's doesn't count, though. That was gay chicken. He, he just tried to kiss yeah, me, yeah, and we yeah, almost got in a fight you. over oh. it. All right, so you didn't Evan, tell me about all these Phil. other gay chickens. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, you were the first, hold Evan. On. You were the first. Yeah. I have not been in this makes me super uncomfortable because yeah. I don't like it. I don't yeah, like it. Matt, you're turning red <laughs> right now. I don't like it. You were supposed to be Evan's first kiss, and that uh, was. I thought it was the only two. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was the only first and only. You know, that's, I mean, the, that's the common. I, I'm sorry, common Evan. Thing. You're you're the only one that he hasn't got a tattoo after. Oh, yeah, God. that's true. That's true. Do you have a? Do you have I, an all I the am the tattoo? gayest straight guy I know. I yeah. have a gay chick and I have Dakota Myers fucking initials on me. He has mine too. So it's yeah, okay. that, that counts. What, what, can I ask? What, I know we have an important guest, but why yeah. is that? Why, why do you guys have each other's initials on you? We were in uh, Peter Sotero story. Yeah, Peter Sotero, who is my old tattoo artist in my whole entire back, um, live in El Paso. So Jared. Rocco and I would always go over and get hammered at his house and he always tattoo had fresh just, beer. Yeah, he, he craft brewed his own beer. Those, Good times. So Dakota, Dakota was in town and Dakota looks at me like, "Hi, man, you tattoo my fucking initials. I'll tattoo yours." And that's my oh, and, and boy. I'm Southern, you know. But Dakota, we love you to death. Classic Dakota, though. Let's well, yeah, Dakota's a great I mean, Dakota. He's tomorrow. a fucking yeah. beast, awesome yeah. guy. He called me today. Um, <clears throat> but then I was like, "Yeah, yes, of course, I'll." Because wait, I'm he called you today. He called you today. Huh? He called me today. He called me today. Was he at the range? Eh, you know, he was just catching hey, up. Oh, He's just catching he call up. first? Uh, probably me. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you know, you know, it transpired in a couple of beers, and I don't think Dakota was drinking, but of course I was, and then uh, we got some tattoos. Look at that. It's but but each other's initials is something special. Uh, you know, and then sometimes they you want to slip into then those DMs. Oh, oh shit. Oh, Dakota Myers, Damn, bro. son. Yeah. Damn, son. Uh, Man, what if the relationship goes south though? Then you got uh, Dakota you know, Myers tattooed on you. Then I think it's better. Yeah, yeah. yeah personally, <laughs> I like do a little you, turmoil in my relationship. Phil, do you have any tattoos? Uh, I have a couple. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Anybody that you've regretted? Uh, not really. Not yet. No, no not no. yet. You lying <laughs> son of a bitch. No, but I, no, I don't. I don't have anything that that represents another person though. So or there's no. Uh, I gotta yeah. learn from you, bro. I mean, I, I, exactly. Actually, well, I do have one that represents another person, but it was my dad, and he passed away like 20 years ago. So it's like well, that's uh, epic, though. Well, but that's, you, yeah, that's cool. Did you get it before or after he passed away? I got it after he passed away. Okay, because if it was before, then you killed him. So, <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because we all have re- tattoos we regret. I have Pangea on me. And a lot of people don't believe in it. Or flat flat Earth is on my other shoulder. Do you really have that? No, no, no. no. I, I, I Pangea with the continents were one. No, no, I don't have that. No, I, I, I was hoping for the flat Earth one. Honestly, no, I'm not gonna lie. I love the flat Earth sick. story. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'm not gonna lie. I, I kind of you need that. I kind of like the flat Earth. Just, just a flat. Right <laughs> what, what is that flat Earth? 
Flat Earth. It's flat Earth is what it is. Pangea. It's flat Earth, dog. That's yeah. what that is. That's 80 million years worth of pain is what that is. Flat uh, Earth is the most fun conspiracy theory out there. I it's, love it's it. It's super legit. It's like it's like a super fun conspiracy. Wait, are it's like, you what being the fuck? serious? I'm serious. No, it's, a, it's, a, it's like there's a whole fucking subculture oh, of people uh, out there huge, believing this huge. shit. Huge, huge. Which way do you lean? Oh, jeez, are you kidding me? Come on, man. <laughs> what the fuck is Come wrong on, you with you? Come on, you at least have to say it. We've experienced once. The Earth is in a perfect sphere, but we know that it's somewhat round. And we know there's a fucking galaxy. And well, it's more round than flat. Things. We can all uh, like, it's we can like, get on geez, that train. It's like, geez, Louise, man, so the, you motherfuckers I, are dumb. No, but it's not wall? even just dumb. dumb it's as just, fuck. They're so stupid. They're so obsessed with but, being original. That's what it is. It's not. They don't really. None of them really believe no, but, this. But, but it's in just, order to in order to buy attention. into right. this, in order to even buy into this, you have to accept that like there is no orbit. Yeah. So, like, how are you fucking so the like entire wide code? We're talking about GPS satellites that exist we're, we're, that navigate the same people on their so phone. Crazy. Let's just go with so sunrise crazy. sunset. I mean, that's so easy enough to know the Earth's crazy. orbit. Sunrise, and if Phil's got something, no, I, I feel. It's, it's just the way the the all the the conspiracy stuff that I've heard. They they have so many stories to explain things that are obviously you know. F- that are easily explained by science and were easily explained by science years and years and years ago, but they're still holding on to it. So I think it's a lot of fun to listen to them. Yeah. Try you know, and, you know, the, those stories are like me telling my ex-girlfriend I got chlamydia from a fucking toilet seat. Like it's completely yeah. a lie. Yeah. I fucking cheated on I you. Believe the you, earth though. is round. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, dude. Earth is round. I, but, but I will say this out of our group, if there's somebody who believes in conspiracies more than, than everyone else, it would be you. You would be the guy out of, out of, me, out of all of our best friends. I would. I would not see Evan has ever fallen into a conspiracy. He just not problem solves situations and goes. This is the most likely thing that yeah. happened because I've experienced this in the, person. Man landing on the moon. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I like this shake of the whiskey cup. Maybe I need more to get into this. Maybe I need more. I enjoy a good conspiracy. Yes, like I yes. enjoy it. So They're I think fun. it's it's a false statement when you say, "Okay, I believe more." Right? You're right. You're right. I uh, you entertain more. You entertain more. Enjoy yes, a yes. fucking fantastic tale. And most conspiracies, like, people have to understand, like, I don't read fiction. Like, I'm, I'm not into it. I love reading conspiracy theories because that's my version of fiction. I love it because what people come up with is fucking fantastic. You yeah. like, never even think Oh, that. my God, we got exactly. alien technology at Area 51, and you got all this fucking, we didn't land on the moon. That's a really good one. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's, there's so many out there, especially around the government, that are fucking fantastic and you're like how do these people come up with this right because they've never worked for the government but the, yeah. but they've never worked for the government and they don't understand how fucking incompetent and it is and how fucked yeah. up they, and they are and they can't like, like the government is Jade a Helm. big leaky ship yes motherfuckers it is, it is it not is an sh- airtight it is a ship that doesn't instrument. float it just has constant airflow it's no there, there's just people people the there's just people in the government constantly bailing out the water that is filling up in the boat yeah, that's leaking all the time so as many, well. Yeah. Just it, there's constantly. so much information that comes out of the United States government. I'm I'm seriously concerned that they can even keep like envelopes around oh, oh. without them fucking walking. <laughs> Dude, and, and 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 this comes back to any person I've ever met that legitimately believes 9/11 was a conspiracy. I go Dumb the whole fuck. the whole thing that happened with Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton was a secret for all of 12 minutes. Right. You really think everybody that was involved in covering up 9/11 hasn't wrote a book? Or been on TV yet? Well, plot but twist. Everybody w- doesn't know that Hillary's a massive lesbian that fucking bull dykes every mm. fucking day. So there's that. Somehow we fucking Scissor hit that. Scissor timbers, buddy. Yeah. She, I mean, she definitely she, is. She scissors, scissors more scissors. than a fucking you oh, know, yeah. department craft store, dude. Yeah, Come the on. pussy wrangler. Yeah. Oh, they got pussy, pussy wrangler. The old pussy wrangler. Yeah. Yeah. You were I, I shaking will, your head, Phil. I will say this. You were, you were yeah, in yeah, all they, right now. Phil voted for Hillary. So Did you really Phil, you Hillary voting son of a bitch. Did that you did really? not happen. <laughs> uh, and anyone that follows me on the internet knows that that yeah. didn't happen. He's the uh, chief operating officer of the Clinton Foundation. Uh, <laughs> everyone, <laughs> welcome Phil Labonte. I, mean, exactly. I have, I have exactly. a nice car, but I'm sure that my car would be nicer if I was that if I had that job title. No, it's just the, uh, the he brought up Hillary 
Clinton doing lesbian stuff, and I've, I'm far too fond of lesbians to think of Hillary Clinton in that. That position. is true. Oh, it's like so she's true. a disgrace to being a lesbian, and I and I know some because you won't even admit that, it. Like when you see two chicks make out, you're like, man, this is this is fucking rad. They're they're two beautiful fucking bodies. This is something that I can get colliding yeah, yeah, yeah. in an yeah. orgasmic fucking yeah. meteor shower. Oh, of you're doing something love. that I would totally do. Oh, and you're doing something that I would totally do too. Oh, you know? exactly. I, I like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then Hillary is just kind of like. I want to vomit. Uh, nobody's doing anything no. that I would ever do. No. No. Ever. No. Ever in a million years. No. It's acid I feel like season. she has lots of chin hairs, too. Like, I haven't looked oh. at those. Like, I feel like I, I bet you're right. she has a PR campaign that goes in there and plucks the chin hairs. Like, she's God. Like, I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I'm good. She's, she's the one that, it. like... Has a stopwatch for how long you're eating her out. You know, <laughs> like, oh, like it beeps and she goes, "All right, done." Uh, and you're like, "All right, I'm out." You know, I, I, I just, I just, am swallow, I I just swallowed yet? that you, meal. Yeah, I just chewed that meal. I didn't think just, that. I feel I like I just had like I, I drank mercury. I didn't think like, that the concept could metallic, just be less attractive. I know, I know. Just, Look, we have it's some less spon- sexy. We have some sponsors who pay for this show. Gonna eat Hillary out. You gotta do it on a ghost bed. Yeah, exactly. We have four. Sponsors left. Uh, some might say that's all that remains. Nailed it. Um, had to. Had to. Whoa, we just uh, first and foremost is BlackRifleCoffee.com. Evan Haver, they are our chief sponsor of 2018. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium, premium roast, roast to order, order coffee company. They got K-Cups. They got bags. I don't know uh, if I can do that anymore. No, Just Black, Caffeinated as Fuck are my two favorites. Uh, what I tell people a, a lot of times is... They're $4 cheaper than Costco. So you can get the shit shipped to your house, delivered on the exact day, or you can drive out or to how the about this, fucking let's Costco. Not, let's not talk about product. Evan, why don't you just rope us in on a little bit of the mission of Black Rifle Coffee and what the fuck we're going to do in 2018 and the amazing strides forward. Yes, we're we are at SHOT Show 2018. Evan yeah, Hayford, drill us. We are. So you know, Black Rifle Coffee, You know, a lot of people don't understand. Three years ago, we started this. I started this in my garage. Today, we employ over 110 people. Next year, we're going to hire over 50 people. In eight months in the uh, great state of Texas and San Antonio, uh, we've got a ton of amazing things that we do. Uh, most of that is all around supporting the subculture, the veteran law enforcement and firefighters, the civil servants that serve us every day. Black Rifle Coffee is founded on the principles that a company can be a benefit to society and you can drink your passion every day. Not only coffee, firearms, the Constitution. Veterans, veteran-related causes, law enforcement, firefighters. So everything that we do, it's about the passion that you live each and every day that you're on the earth. So Black Rifle Coffee, if you, uh, if you love things like great coffee and supporting what we feel are the most important segments of society... Uh, Black Rifle Coffee is a coffee company for you. We should make a new slogan where it's like, Black Rifle Coffee, we're not pussies, but we fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you're a girl, we don't care. Black fuck Rifle those pussies. Coffee. As long as you're not the, the Hillary thing. Is grab life by, yeah. Yeah. Grab, grab, grab life by the Beans. Yeah. I love that. Grab life by the Beans. I like it. Uh, Black no, Rifle Coffee. No, but seriously, the premium sponsor, we're just going to run with this for a little bit. He's running for it. He's running with it. Drinking Bros for 20% off. One time use. Join the subscription of the month club. We all have it, including myself. I always tell people this all the time, just because we're friends. I still order your fucking coffee because it's better and it's yeah, cheaper than the, everybody else. The coffee else's. club is the way to go because ultimately, like you, you get free shipping and you're saving probably per cart eight dollars per price because if you yes. get USPS and yep. FedEx and all that in there zonage it's it's a massive thing so if the coffee club we actually lose money on the coffee club but it's our way of kind of providing quality product to people and then obviously uh, creating a lot of value with them. So yeah, fuck it. Fuck Black it. Coffee. BlackRifleCoffee.com. Fuck promo code Drinking Bros. Twenty percent off. Join the club. Next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. We have. Hey. Strikeforceenergy.com just brought in crispy. Hold on, crispy. is that weird? Crispy I had a brown him. person kiss me. I thought my wife showed up. I got super excited. Wow. But you're a close no. second, crispy. You're a close Gosh. second. Come here, buddy. God damn, I tell Keep you what. Keep it brown. Keep it brown, bro. Who talks like that? Last time I had a, Omar, I, I had a brown person you don't kiss, I was in should. Jamaica and she braided my hair. And she goes, You're good to go. I love you. 
two two kisses on the forehead and then boom off off with my 40 i love it my 40 dollars uh strike force energy is the premier energy drink in the biz four amazing flavors original lemon orange make america grape again they've also got a 750 milliliter bottle that sits on your bar top or countertop you can just boom boom pop a couple of squirts in and motherfucking go uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com. They get a subscription month club as well. And the promo code is Drinking Bros for 20% off, and they ship everywhere in the entire world. Next up, we got Sig Sauer, Matt Best. These are your faves. Jared Tell Taylor. us about it. What? what? Oh, what's the mean? Oh, what? what? So I, I like to like bring people in on this one. So, Phil, do you like Sig at all? Sig Sauer? Yeah. 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 I mean, I've shot a few. I don't, I don't own any. So on an Aww. audio show, Phil, you got to talk into that mic. <laughs> yeah, You're yeah, a lead right. singer for Christ's sakes. I know. Do you I'm... whisper into a bag? No, no you talk into the mic. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You no, shoot six before? Uh, no, I've sh- I've shot six before, but I've never Great, owned they? one. They're all right. You ever killed anybody with them? No. Well, no. I've, I've, uh, I can, I can. I've never killed someone with a sig. That's really? Unfortunate. But I will say, if I get a stateside kill, it probably will be the sig because yeah. I'm. 90% of the time of carrying how, six. How much? Evan and, and Matt, you two in particular, because you, you guys are the biggest gun fanatics I know, just fans, like just genuine fans. If on a scale of, I don't know, one to ten, a stateside kill, if somebody yeah. walked in, how how often do you think about that and pray Every for it? Every day, man. That's yeah. like, <laughs> I'm a weird fuck, and I think yeah. everybody here is. I know Phil Wake is as well. Like, for I'm weird. Kill. Kill. Yeah, just yeah, hoping. Dude, like, yeah. You're just hoping. I'm like, my kill death ratio is pretty legit. Overseas, I'm zero and zero stateside, and I don't like that. You know, I, I need at least one and zero, one, because, right? Because if you, you know, if you if you're in Call of Duty, you get that one kill, one and zero, dude, you're you're 100 success rate, right? So I kind of I kind of need need that stateside, yeah. but, just uh, to make you feel alive inside, yeah, just a little yeah. bit. And you know, I'm, I either carry a Sig or a Glock, 100 percent of the time. So Glock, um, how, how, how much I like do you the think Glocks, about, Evan Haver. Yeah. How much do you think about it? Like, hey, God, I wish I wish somebody would today. Like, you've had a shit day at Black Rifle. No, you don't, I, I don't wish that. No, I, no? I, I don't. I think do. That, I think about that shit all the time. I, I think about the shitheads. Yes, I don't here. think about it very often. I would say probably. I how often do you think about sex? Like every eight seconds? Yeah, every second. Yeah, so, I only, <laughs> so the same. I don't the know. Same, it's yeah. like sixteen every sixteen seconds, roughly. Yes. Uh, you know. Yes. No, I mean, I I think about it every day, five six days or five six times a day, typically. Yep. Like. Specifically, when I'm in in points of vulnerability where I know yes. that I'll have the advantage, the vul- vulnerability. where I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna like if somebody fucking tries to mug me here, I'm gonna fucking smoke him. I, know, I, I, I I'm like, a really man. shitty construct in my own head where yeah. if I go out like I don't have a pistol. Like being in Vegas, thankfully I have a local friend that gave me a pistol. Sure. Yeah. But the first two days here, I was like not stoked because and this is coming from a guy like 220 pounds i can fight I, i'm down but you, a bit. you feel panicked right like you don't know have... no no it's not panic no Fuck but no. but i mean like not having something on you like it's noticeable like i, I mean, yes I, when i'm at home i carry and when i'm on tour if i'm in a place where i can carry i can you know I'll pull it out but otherwise i got to keep it locked up and you it's it's something that you, you notice. notice and you think about yeah. it right well, yeah because and he's have, a lot bigger than me so you re, you, you reapproach yeah. every different scenario and this is what i go through my head because i'm like okay i can fuck this dude up but you put a fucking a midget with a knife or a gun like that dude is going to smoke show me i don't care if you're fucking tim kennedy you you can't close that gap there you, you just can't do it you know it's it, real life it doesn't exist that way so like Tim Kennedy's super, super hot, hot. Um, you know. Yeah. No, no yeah. but like you, you can't. Hot. And so, like, when you don't have a firearm, you it weighs on me quite often, yeah. and that's I, not a fan. Not I will fan typically. So this is how it's built into my life. I will typically dress in a circumstance in which I think people will feel like they can take advantage of me. Yes. No. So I can kill them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's that's where I go. Like every day, where I'm like sure. stepping out the door. I look in the mirror and I think, do I look like a fucking pussy today? Evan, now you have to stop. stop. Do I feel Good like job. I could be dominated today? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to grab these, I'm gonna grab these glasses. Some dude is going to go, this four-eyed fuck. This will and, bite me in the ass and in it's a fucking courtroom fuck, one day. Yeah, oh, this yeah. Is, this He'll is have all no bad. idea. He's like, this mother, do, I, do I look a little bit? <laughs> do I look like I might have some cash on me? And do I look like I just might be a little bit of a pussy? Yes. <laughs> and, then, and then somebody's going to make that decision someday. And they're going to make that mistake. And, yeah. and I'm going to hear yeah. the pro timer go off in my mind that I've been, <laughs> that I've been waiting for all my life. <laughs> I've been waiting for this pro timer to go off all my life. You'll reholster. I have intentionally. kill a guy Hold on, I'm not done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I have intentionally re-holster. sought out horrible ATMs, bad gas stations, 
I am the fucking worst person on the goddamn planet. But Evan, tell me, tell the story of in Texas with the the guy. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a good segue here. Oh, so, Jesus Christ! No, what? <laughs> it's true. It's got to be the name of the episode. So, my my white knuckling my the, 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 the the mic so is like, God, I want And it always happens. So I'm in Texas, and Matt and I have talked about this a lot. Where I'm like, okay. We have dark like road rage. About killing people. Road like, rage is, kill is, people. is a real is a real thing. Oh, yes. So oh, yeah. I'm in Texas yeah. and I'm driving around looking at property with my family. I have my my four year old, my seven month old, and my wife is sleeping because she's sick in the passenger seat. We're driving in like a, 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 a Ford, you know, SUV. I'm driving the speed limit. So some dude whips around to the right side of me and flips me off but i don't know the speed limit i'm not from fucking from here sure. and i don't want to get a ticket yeah. because i got my whole family in the car absolutely like pulled a seven over. month old family yeah. of four, four yes. year old yes. dude, i'm not from here so the dude flips me off i flip him off back because i'm like yeah whatever man you know what i mean then he slows down and he's trying to get me to turn around and so like i'm i'm kind of escalating the situation so and then i'm like yeah yeah pull over so I pulled around and flipped a Yui and like drove away and he had to keep going and flip another fucking Yui. But I know like in this moment, and I'll, and I'll talk, talk about this in this, in this circumstance, which is I didn't have a gun with me. I'm in Texas because we'd flown down. Right. But I also have my family in my car. I'm not going to kill somebody with my family. in the car. Sure. Absolutely not. Like yeah. I've actually, when, when the two guys that were in the parking lot of Black Rifle Coffee I stepped forward of the dumpster. The only thing that saved their life that day was I had actually, and there, this is the backstory to this. This guy's there were two guys you. that were like yeah. driving around in the back of Black Rifle Coffee. They they'd gotten back there in a panel van. In a panel van, and I told them to leave. They got lippy with me. They stopped, and they're and ultimately I stepped out of the truck, had my gun, stepped forward. Get out of the then, truck, and you're getting dumped. And I was like. Hey, take one more step. That'll be the last step on your plan. That'll be the last breath you'll ever take, or something like that. Was it with force? Let me ask you that. Uh, no, Evan's no, I'm like, a, I'm a, Evan's I'm a like a psychopathic guy where he's just like, hey, if you step one more time, yeah. you're going to die. Yeah. Those are the guys you fear the most, by the way. Oh, no, no like, it's scary because it's like, yeah. you step forward one more time, I'll kill you. That's not Evan. No, no. He's just like, hey, man, if you if you uh, take one more step forward, your your whole life ends right now. You're going to bleed out, probably. So For the audience, yeah, those are the guys you fear the most. And I've seen it a few I had times. hesitated, I so I was taking slack out of the trigger. I was taking slack out of the trigger. I was going to dump this guy in the in the back portion of the parking lot. Sure. But then I was like, oh, my daughter can see me. So I actually stepped forward because we had this big uh, dumpster, and the only thing that saved that guy's life that day was the fact that I had stepped forward so my daughter didn't see me kill a dude. Wow. And What was his response? What happened with him? He actually got back in the van, but the funny thing was he'd taken a step, and then I was like, oh. Okay, and just as easy as like taking out the trash yeah. or like turning 100%. the water faucet on. I was yep. like, oh wait, hold, I I got to step forward to kill this guy because I don't want to see, I don't want my daughter to see me smoke this dude in the back, in the back of the you know black rifle coffee. And ultimately, he was, you know, you got two guys that are making a movement specifically when I have a three year old in the car at that time, my pregnant wife. I would have been completely justified. Like this isn't, we're not talking about homicide. Like this is a justifiable actually, right. justifiable, act. very justifiable. So yeah, but however. Fast forward in Texas, Matt and I were talking about this. I'm like, man, these guys with road rage, they really don't quite understand what they're doing. Like the caliber like, of no. they, that you like can they, actually like, be like in the moments, and you don't think like, hey, the guy that I'm yelling at or honking at could be a natural born killer. Like one exactly. of you two fucking guys. Like, yeah, I look like the guy. I'm driving my family. I've got uh, oh, like, yeah, nice yeah. glasses. I, <laughs> you know, I've got a vest on. You know, <laughs> but even but, our, our dude, investor said was, that Evan, was like, Evan it looks good is, though. Is the guy from uh, the Irish movie? But boy, that's a lot. Good. That's, that's a, a lot of them. Blade. Fucking uh, the every movie about Boston. Exactly. Boston Irish. The one where the guy fucked it all up and it... departed. No, other one. Boy, good, I, either good. way, so I'm going to get this point, right? So, like, Steven, or our investor said this the other day, or business partner now. So, he was like, man, who would fuck with you, Matt? And I'm like, hey, that's cool in theory, right? Because I wear the part. Like, I'm fucking 6'2", 220, I have tattoos. There's a visible association with probably what I've done. When I look at Evan, you know, you'd be like, this fucking nerd little dad fuck. He, and you. you would never know he has a gun. And I mean this in the <laughs> nicest way, bro, because, like, 
Evan will burn you down. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. oh, fuck this yeah. pussy. You want to fuck da, da, da. And you'd be like, oh, God, I made a bad decision. I'm bleeding out in my life. So, but it's it's weird, and that's what the road rage, because we had this, like, long conversation about it where people have this, like, heightened heightened perspective of life of where they, they, they think that they can do something awesome, and they're like, fuck you, pussy, and, like, yelling at his family when they're driving. Yeah, like, it's like, crazy. Like, yeah. Come on, man. It's, and he's driving the speed limit with his family. Exactly. Like, you don't know what he's done, it's, what he can it's, do. But, it's, but it's, just but leave that's, it alone, but that's, man. Leave like, it alone. But that, like, you don't know. Like, <laughs> dude, this guy probably would have done the same thing. Like, like I... You know Tim Kennedy in the car with his family, or like Jeremy Horn. You never know. In yeah. Jeremy Horn, it's like, man, you don't know who the fuck you're gonna gamble no. with, yeah. man. I feel like, yeah. I feel like, like Jeremy Horn so would just guys. catch like a punch to the face, just, just, just to do it, just for just fun. To do He'd be like, it. Yeah. hit me, bitch, and he'd be like, how the, how the, how's your knuckle feel, pussy? And then Jeremy yeah. would just kill oh, him. Or like, like the guy oh, would step out with a bat, and Jeremy would be like, oh, this will be interesting. I, I truly appreciate this challenge, friend. You know, like. Thank you for so leveling the, the movie, field. Kind I was of, talking friend. that was Boondock Saints, but it was Revolver. The one, the guy, the skinny guy with the glasses that just fucked everybody, everybody up in the movie Revolver. I mean, I'm not a it. tough guy. I, I can, yeah, I can wield, I can, I can wield a pistol. I can wield a pistol relatively well. He was just a a normal looking dude with glasses that nobody suspected. That whole movie, he just smoked. Dude, we wrote that. So Ross and I wrote that in the in the intro to our book, where I was just like, and I think it's a true definition of like the American warfighter, where People play the part, right? Like, I I look the part in the sense I have tattoos and I lift weights, right? But, like, every motherfucker at the barbecue, we wrote it in there. Yeah. It was like, it's the dude at the barbecue that go, man, that guy can grill a steak. That's the motherfucker you don't want to fuck with. He will you'll, emasculate yeah, you real you'll, quick. You'll, ne- you'll never know. You'll never know. You think he's like, man, he's a little shorter. He's kind of skinny. Ah, I fucked that. I'm asleep. That, that, that's what those motherfuckers do to you. Yes. It's, and then it's a brilliance of like the quiet professional and these awesome guys and everybody that's has served a country in that capacity. It's just, you don't fucking know, so don't fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. Don't be, fuck with be a nice person, man, because exactly. you never know. And, and somebody wrote into the you podcast and they had it nailed down, I think, and I'll ask you this in a second, but they were like, man, I love the show, big fans, uh, but if I wasn't fucking with one of you guys, it would probably be Evan. Um, and he goes, because he seems like the type of guy that would hide in your closet for 18 hours. Oh, yeah. And then kill you. But after he sees your day with your family, your kids, your whole shit, and then come out and kill you, even though he's seen you have like five. And and I was Evan like, is way ah, more Evan right, is way more right. methodical than any of us. I truly believe that. We're like all like, fuck yeah. And like all of us. And Jared's the same way. Like I, Jared's a scrappy motherfucker. So are Super, you. Yeah. But yeah. Evan's guy. It's like, no, I don't want any part of this. And then he scopes your house out. He's casing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he knows. Like, hey, he knows I think when I know how we get off. this fuckface. Yeah. He's gonna flirt like, wait, with what? the teacher. I thought you told us not to yeah. even talk about that for the last month. He's gonna yeah. flirt. No, I've been he's watching. He's gonna flirt with the teacher. That's your second grade teacher's mathematician. He's like, oh wait, wait, wait. This guy Evan came in. He's cute, and like the kids saying that to the parents, and then like psychological warfare. Then all of a sudden you wake up and your ass is fucked. <laughs> you don't want that. That's all you do. You wake up. <laughs> it is. It is. And, and by the way, this is a a, a roundabout segment for you should buy Sig. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we never finished. We never, we never wrapped that baby up in the blanket yeah. after it came out of the vagina. Go to stigsour.com. Uh, they have no promo code no because they have the best ever. Last but not least, Super we have ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. If we're gonna kill somebody, kill them in a ghost bed. Um, because uh, honestly, hey Evan, I know you're gonna drink, but Lincoln died in a bed. Um, we can put pennies over his eyes in a ghost bed. Um, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. We all have the mattress. We do. Uh, goddamn and comfortable this is a as shit. segue because we get Phil alone. We, we do. Get, we get a chitty chat with Phil. We do. We do. So, hey, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Type in the promo code drinking bros for $50 off. You also get two free pillows. Now we have Phil to ourselves um, in our face. Las so, Vegas, Nevada. What are you? What are you doing in Las Vegas, by the well, way? Can we get a, let's, let's get a little backstory. So, yes. Phil, what have you done? Who are you? Uh, I. My name is Phil Abanti. I sing for a band called All That Remains. Um, we have been a band for twenty years this year. Twenty years what? this year. Twenty years this year. Congratulations, yeah. nice. man! Congratulations. I started the band in 1998. Is when I first started writing music for All That Remains, and so. Did you start as the singer or guitar player? Guitar player, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, I was 
singing for a band called Shadows Fall, which of course most come people on. you know I know. Well, I know uh, you know. Yeah, I know, yeah. you know. But uh, Shadows Fall is one of my favorite bands early yes. on the metalcore scene. I was like, mm. and then when he told me that early on, I got a bigger boner. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, so Shad and Girlin. Shad was one of the one of the first bands that kind of started the new like New England. New wave of New England metal and hardcore is kind of what they were calling it, I guess. Uh, new wave of American heavy metal. Um, and so I was in that band for a couple of years and I just wanted to play guitar again. And I was like, ah, well, I guess I'll just start writing some riffs because like the writing of riffs kind of was covered between John and Matt in Chad. So they were they were like, well, we, you know, we have more riffs than we know what to do with. So I was like, oh, well, all right. So I started doing my own thing. And then about six months after I started writing stuff, uh, they asked me to leave. And so I just went and talked to the guy that was at the time. Why, why did they ask you to leave? Because Brian became available. Their, their singer, uh, Brian Fair, was in a band called Overcast. And they were kind of like, they were like a, a, a really big deal around like the Northeast and stuff. So, like they, so Overcast had uh, Mike D, who's currently in Killswitch Engage, the bass player from Killswitch Engage. He was in, in that band. And Brian, they broke up. And so Brian became available. And the guys in Chad were big fans of, of Overcast and blah, blah, blah. So they were like, hey, we want to get this guy. And so I had already started writing stuff for all the remains. So it was like, yeah, no big deal. Because nothing had really taken off for anyone yet. So sure. Chad, Chad had some stuff going on, but nobody had like the record. And deal. how old are you at this point? I was 22, 23. Okay. So, I mean, I'm 42 now. Relatively so. new to the game. Stop. You, you look, you look like you're 28 years old. You know, I, I, I have a baby face. Yeah. And I like you it. You take like care that. of yourself. I do. Nice. You know, I moisturize some. That's I, nice. Know. Yeah, moisturizing is the key. A lot it's, of people don't important. realize that. That Stay reverse cowgirl. <laughs> a lot of people don't. We'll never yeah. tell you that secret. Yeah, I, I we'll like never it. tell I you like that it. secret. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So at 22, where are you living? How was how everything going? Living at uh, living with my parents at 22. Yeah, I was living. I was living with my parents. And what did they say? Hey, bro, what the fuck are you gonna do? They, I had a job, but it. I mean, it wasn't like a career, but it was an awesome job. I sold cell phones in the mall, and I tell you what, oh, it wow. is really? still to this day the best job I had I've ever really? had. What kind of cell regular phones? Job. You mind me asking? They no were way, so, it's like cell phones. Rock star. Well, no, I mean like regular job. Okay, that's not okay, like because okay. anytime you own your own thing, you don't feel like you're at work when you get up and do plan your day and do your own thing. Sure, you might have to go to an office or whatever. You might there's stuff you don't feel like doing, but like the the only time I ever was like crap you know it's like when i was working for someone else doing that stuff for all that remains or doing sure. you know or going to the gun shop or whatever it's i i don't feel like oh that oppressive i have to be here kind of deal even though i have to be there sometimes yeah um but yeah we're selling cell phones in the mall we were right across from victoria's secret mm, and that's nice. and, and it was Ooh. just at the time i, I love it's the mall it's no, great. yeah victoria's secret it's a great train dicks <laughs> what yeah yeah she oh, has yeah. a secret right She's yeah. a secret, obviously. Oh, so, oh, I misread yeah. that. There it is. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was her secret. That, that yeah, was her secret. I Everybody's I, I, a trainee I miss, there. I misgaged that. And everyone was happier when, when it was a secret. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so, what, so, what, so what happens? You're working in the Senate. mall? Yeah, I'm working in the mall. And it was just at the time when like, it, like cell phones were just about you know, affordable for everybody for the first time. You know, you, well, yeah, around well, late 2000, or I mean, uh, late 90s, early 2000s, yeah, right around there. And I was making a bunch of money for a single dude working on commission. So it was a cool job, and it allowed me to, to <laughs> still be in a band and still go play shows. I just like that you're tour. a rock star. You're talking about selling phones at a kiosk. It was no, great. It's so great. It's but, like, gonna, you're you're it like was great. the most influential band in fucking metalcore, yet you're talking about living in a fucking kiosk. But, but it was awesome. Here's, here's why this is important, because right now there's probably a bunch of, of listeners at home saying, fuck, how do I get to be the next Phil? And then we're like, yo. I'm working a cell phone place too, and you're you're, you're yeah. probably saying, "Dude, this is it. It's, this is how you start. This is That's how you exactly fucking start. How you start. It is. And nowadays, I mean, as much as uh, as much as I don't want to sound like I'm I'm poo pooing the idea, but it's a lot harder to get noticed. But when you get no, you have so many more options to get your stuff out there. So it's a weird contradiction. There's so much stuff that goes on the internet that goes on YouTube, SoundCloud. Goes, you know, sound, there's exactly. a lot of SoundCloud musicians. So much out there. stuff to, yeah. to so many ways to get music out there, and so the competition is really, really, really fierce. But if something hits, it can go. You know, you can you viral, can go and, viral and everybody and can have a, have a, a catching. Al City, the first 
Yeah, the, yeah, Owl City, Owl City. Look at Gangnam Essentially Style. made his record in his bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I love Psy, by the way. He was the I first one that self-produced Same. his record and went platinum. Same. Was awesome. I, wanted, I could never dan- do the dance, but I wanted to know how to do it. Wapam uh, Gangnam I loved it. Big fan Open Gangnam Style. Uh, big Actually, fan hey, by the way, Dave was the first person uh, that I know that saw that video with under... 100,000 views. We were at 26,000 when he sent it to me from his bedroom to mine. He hey, goes, Dave, you got to see this Korean dude do <laughs> this rap. Great. We're making and you then, a plaque right now. It's going to be it's going to be at your house in less than 3 weeks. It was right 27,000 views. You sent it to me on YouTube. You have to watch this. 27,000. Yeah. 27,000. 27,000. Now it's got well over a billion. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 3 a QB. 3 billion by the way. 3 B. 3 billion. Uh, what what was your first break as you went along after the cell phone industry? Because I'm sure you were great at it. <laughs> you know, Phil. I just want to throw this in Phil's face. Was when uh, Guitar Hero. I mean, I was already a fan, but then when uh, what, what song got on Guitar Hero? Six. Yeah, six. What that, year? That was 2006. I know. I'm just saying. That is a, like, fa- a significant I was a fast forward. Huge season. fan of the band, and then someone was like, "Man, there's this song six you can't beat. It's the hardest level of the guitar." I'm like, such a motherfucker. I've known that band since I was a kid, and that's when I came there and I crushed it. By the way, by the way, on Guitar Hero, I'll, I'll, I'll send you the video the from greatest. Secret Iraq. Yeah, please you know? do. Please do. What that that is really fast. It was. It's first I of all playing, real it, fast, playing that sure. song on expert is not easy on on the game. on expert. Yeah, on the game it's not easy. Boy. And I tell you, that was the even that was uh, the best their guitarist can't play it. He's like he tries. Yeah, all he tries yes. to play it, and he's yeah. Well, no, I get it. Ray Charles was blind though. I'll use the practice. Really, it. you know, on the musician line, let's really back it down for a minute. Back we it would, down a little bit. For Stevie a minute, Wonder, we would bring Ray. dudes onto the bus and let them play against Ollie. Really? And we had to stop until Ollie practiced enough so that way he felt confident. He could beat people. Shut the he fuck was up. Beat. He was getting beat. Wow. And it wasn't a lot. He got beat like twice, and he's like, all right, I'm and he spent like three days just going for it on, on Guitar Hero. And then was then that was, was that enough. your first big break? That that Guitar Hero or no. That was that was the first thing that really got a lot of traction. We we had a we had a record deal. We had three records out at that point. So like our first record came out in two thousand. Uh, two, our second record came out in 2004. The record that we're talking about is a record called The Fall of Ideals that came out in 2006. So it was, and it was a huge thing. They, they told me that they're like, hey, we got you, we got you guys on Guitar Hero 2. It, it was one of the biggest video games and we're like, this huge. is awesome yeah. to be on a video yeah. game at all. That's great. What song are they doing? And This Calling was the single. And so I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. They're going to do This Calling. And they said, no, they're going to do six. And I said, are you serious? They're doing the song that starts out with blast beats and, and screams and it doesn't have any catchy, there's no catchy singing and they're like, yeah, we're going, that's the one they want to do and I'm like, okay, fine, it's great to be in a, in a video game, I don't care, but it, to me it didn't make sense and then they made it the second hardest song yeah. On the, right. on the on the game, so, now, so it became and a challenge. So yeah. Just going yeah. for it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. over and over, drilling the song. And now into their this head. becomes viral videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because so of you can do this. Like, fucking like that thing. defined yeah. my life. I'm a fanboy. Where it's like, and I hear this calling. Like, dude, that whole life. Yeah, you're the singer. You yeah, put that yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. on, damn, dude. <laughs> The Dude, one that, time you back away from no the mic, so you're singing your so, own song. Uh, so one of the greatest uh, like memories I have of all of us was the night him and Ollie got into the argument of the perfect pitch. We were all at my yeah, house, yeah, we were. and Ollie claimed that there was no way that you could pull a note to the T. He was probably right to the T, saying that you could pull that out of thin air, and and he gave you the song, and you was like. You went, I got this. You did like three practices and you go, all right, here it is. And he hit the piano and you hit your note and you did it perfectly. Did I? Well, I'm glad that I did. I don't remember this. I was drinking a lot at that time. And, uh, uh, who wasn't? Who wasn't? We've so, all seen behind so the music the lead, on VH1. The, the lead guitarist of All That Remains is arguing with him in the house with us. It was probably about a- there is no possible way that a singer can pull the perfect pitch of a note out of thin air saying, he can start the song I on think, the on the actual note that it was played. Sure. And Ollie was like, "All right, go." And Ollie sat at the piano. He goes, "I know exactly where the note begins on this song. You sing it." And he sits there in the kitchen. And he he kind of like does like three mocks in his head, 
and then he throws it and he did it and Ollie hit the piano and it was the exact I, I will note. say I, I don't I, I don't know if because I was a huge fan I'm like a fangirl of it was pernicious yeah uh, yeah Yes. <laughs> but that, so that album was just super cool because, like, they had just released their new album, and, like, we were getting pop, more popular. What year, what year was this? This is 2014. Yeah, 14. Yeah. Okay. Because, like, uh, the greatest generation and all of that, that was when all my tail slates of my videos were Phil's band, which was fucking awesome. Like, if you've been wandering, all that shit. So it was like, we, we put the back end of everything on our videos, and it was like super cool. I don't know. Synergy. I hate that word. Synergistic. Uh, <laughs> it's a big word. It just works. It's yeah. a just buzzword. Works. It's a buzzword. It's it a cool time, man, because we're like hope, promoting, the, promoting the brand and then um, yep. the, the band and everything. It was, it was super fun. A lot so. of fun. Yeah. That's all you got? That's, that's, that's all you need. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. That is all it you was need. a fucking great time. I'm emphasizing your opinion. So, Phil, what, what year did you quit the cell phone store saying, hey, I'm going to make enough off my band that I don't have to work here anymore? The last time, I, well, I had to, I, you don't get to make that, it's, that's not the way the decision goes. It isn't. You don't get to say, I make enough money off the band now where I can quit the job. Who makes that decision? Uh, that, well, that decision is never an option. You don't get to say, I can quit my jobs now because I'm making enough off the band. You quit your job because you have to go on tour to make... So that way, in the future, you can make enough yes. to be, you know, for the. So you that's can, a huge leap of faith, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And because you guys started what in a van? Yeah, just like in two thousand two thousand four is when driving I, around in a van. Yeah, and then you get to a, like for one hundred and fifty bucks. And this is and, and this is like, when. Now it's tour bus. Well, tour yeah, tour buses are nice. <laughs> tour buses are nice. I, anything that you can get flat in is, in in my opinion, acceptable. Like even the like the bandwagons that you see out there. We've we've been in those for like some of the shorter runs that we've done. Those are fine, you know, because you can lay down flat and sleep and get a good night's sleep. If you can't get flat, if you're like in a van where you're kind of hunched over or whatever, that's a nightmare. But you know, we did that for five or six years until we got into our first bus, and then. The buses. Once you're in a bus, it's 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 all right. But game changer. You know, yeah, it is a game changer. It is. You know, you gotta well, be proud at that moment. Well, oh, it we feels got a bus. good. It we does. got a bus. The first time you get a you bought you the first time that you have enough money to rent a bus and all the stuff that goes with it, because it's that's the biggest expense of touring is is the the actual vehicle. Sure. So once you can once you can afford that, you're like. Look at how big of a band we are. Yeah. We can afford this million dollar piece of equipment. You know, and you feel good. There's that gutter voice. Like a thousand dollars a day. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, 30 grand for a month. Yeah, it's about a thousand dollars a day when you figure in the driver, your driver and, and your fuel and, and maintenance. And uh, you, they got to wash the bus. I just met him and then I went. Uh, to Washington to do drill, and then you were like, "Oh, here's Phil's number. Go to his show because he's playing up there." I had no idea at that point. I'd never been to a rock concert at all. Really? Yeah. Well, I remember when he I went on the the fucking. I apologize still to this day because when he played in El Paso, I walked up there and we're like, we're all drinking back in the bus and all of that, and then I came on stage and I was like, "Finish the whiskey." Oh, God. We this got was two years we, after. Yeah, really? we got fucking hammered. Uh, it was there it, was a there was a lot of drinking. Yeah, that was, oh, was a lot of drinking. Surprise, surprise, you know, but not really. I'm winking at weird. you because I'm not really, weird. <laughs> not really. But, but there was this giant line for you guys to show, and then you were like, "No, just walk to the bus." And I'm like, looking at the line, and I'm like, I feel bad walking. Pass all these all right, fucking. So I walk you, up. You kind of got it. Now bubbles is part of the band too. <laughs> yeah, bubbles, yeah, bubbles, bubbles was one of the managers of that one. He used to be in a band called Bury Your Dead. Yeah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. And then he was he played in a band called uh, Devil Driver for, so, for a while. Let me ask you, as a person, when did you feel like you had made it at least a little bit financially that you were like, hey, I, I think this this band thing is going to be a fucking living in the rest of my life. Uh, well, I mean, rest of your life's a long time, but uh, the idea that I could actually pay the bills it was probably about 2009 2010 when i was like all right so you know. you're sitting on at least eight steady years of oh like, yeah hey, i'm a musician and oh, yeah. nothing else yeah yeah i'm not going back to selling cell phones anymore yeah yeah well i mean i would i would probably still go back to selling. look if you, had a, if you were selling side <laughs> it was packs, a great i get it <laughs> yeah get it. are you married now no no no, no oh so married. what were you doing in the cell phone booth was that a, that was a pickup 
That was a pickup booth, wasn't it? Well, you know, it would. It was a job that I. It would. It was a job that I could easily adjust my schedule so I could get show, go play shows. Honestly, gotcha. it was that was the 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 way that retail works. It was it was easy to go ahead and be like, hey, I need Any this of day the and these people this from day off. that crew know you still today. Yeah, to I remember the, like, Joe Ringer, phone crew. Yeah, I was Joe letting Ringer, you Jameson go. Gaspar. Leave work, yeah, they, and now you. There are many people that had have helped me in small ways along the way, and sometimes working on Tuesday instead of Friday helped me immeasurably. So it's the grind, brother. I love that. I love that. And you have to appreciate every every time someone gives you a little bit of help. You never know how much it's going to affect you, so you should be grateful any any time someone gives you a hand. Sure, great words right there. Exactly, that is amazing. It's true. What What was the big moment, the defining moment, where you were like, "Hey, I think this might work out"? Was there a song in the radio well, the first time that we had a song see there's so many small victories that we've had like over the course of our career because we did start out as such an aggressive underground style band and sure. we had we've done a bunch of different stuff since then so because it's hard to break a band that is this aggressive yeah right? and it was it was hard i mean it was hard in 2006 to get people to pay attention to us even though we had just put out the fall of ideals and we had we had stuff on on a, a video game, and we had a song in the movie Saw. I think it was Saw Three. We were the second song on the on the credit list and stuff. And it was still hard to to stick your head up and get and get the attention, especially for a band that was as arguably heavy as we were, and and, and stuff that we you were. You guys go hard. You know what's funny? It's like we in the in the the metal world. It's like how our company is. Everybody says you're too heavy, but it's like if heavy works, it works. Yeah. You know yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's like there's a need and a want for it, and there's a market for it. So it's like you have the industry people that are saying, man, you guys are a little too heavy. And I, I see that with a lot of new modern artists where, like, they're changing their fucking platform and changing their kind of artistic approach to music to, to like, really be a larger, larger more largely acceptable the, uh, band. But and, what's, yeah. and what's popular nowadays is really... It's interesting because, like, if you look at, like, the rock charts nowadays, not the active rock charts, but the regular rock charts, you've got, like, 21 pilots, which is two guys. And, like, that's electronic. They're yeah, ni- they're, they're 19 yeah, they're short not, of 21 pilots. Not, exactly. They are. Yeah. Not they are. Fucking rock but that's yeah. the that's the stuff that is on the rock charts. And there's not nearly as many active rock radio stations out there that are playing stuff well, like but, Five but Finger. But why and, is that? Because it seems there's less rock bands. Because people listen to uh, things hip, like hip hop. By the, by the way, so two weeks ago, uh, according to the AP Press, hip hop is the most dominant music culture there is. Yeah. Well, I think why cities, is that and not rock bands? It used to be rock bands. I don't know. I, I don't know for sure. I think that. Uh, Urban areas, cities and stuff like that have all been expanding over the past, you know, 20 years or so when it comes to population. And females I, are obsessive over hip hop. Yeah. And like females can dance to it. And anywhere that girls go, guys follow because yeah. penises, you know, and so. Penises. Yeah. Penises. Penises, penises. penises follow women. Uh, Evan, what music do you listen to like on a weekly basis? Is it all that remains? Is it rap? Like, just out of curiosity, you run a a massive company, and I'm and I'm sure a lot of people ask, like, hey, uh, what what gets you going throughout the day? Do you do you get to listen to music, or do you listen to music? Really, I listen to um, I listen to a lot of Vivaldi actually, which is you know it's classical music, Mm -hmm. but truly, it's why why is that? Just out of curiosity. Um, it's a form of active meditation in a way that can uh, calm uh, calm myself so I can think about something in a way that's uh, more multidimensional. Sure. So uh, I, I listen to metal when I go to the gym. Like when I go to the gym, I listen to it if I'm not listening to a podcast, but most of the time I have podcasts that I have to listen to. I do the same thing. So I have to listen to podcasts. And if I do, like if I'm doing squats, then I'll do like whatever set of squats and then I'll put something on that's, you know, something other than like Joe Rogan talking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not that he's not a badass, but he just doesn't fire. Uh, squats, it's, you know? it's fine. But I, if you yeah. liked my videos, so uh, uh, Joe Rogan, I love but, you. Yeah. Uh, but if you're doing squat, if you're doing 285 on squats, you don't want to hear about. So the molecular biology, yeah. of the, you're just like, oh, uh, bro. But I, I, you know, for the most part, it's, it's strange. Actually, I've, I've had to because I've had a lot of stress. That I've had to actually seek music that calms me and that I can actually sit down. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. 
not because Jocko, another podcast guy, not because Jocko tells me so, sure. because you know I get up at four actually. So I get up at four thirty, and then I'll sit in my office for an hour, drink two cups of coffee, typically before I go to the gym now, and uh, I'll listen to classical music, and then I'll turn on something like audio. So I'm I'm listening to somebody talk. So I've kind of got to warm yeah. up my day, man. Like I've got to like transition into it where I talk so much and listen to people talk so right. much that I have to be able to turn it on and kind of burn it down and, and for that eight hours where my mind has to be engaged. Sure. And if I engage it too early, it just seems like it just doesn't work for the rest of the day. All I listen to is when I go to the gym is podcasts. Almost, really? ex- almost exclusively. Really? Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, yeah. uh, who else? Drinking Bros, Ross Patterson yeah. Revolution. Yeah. Oh, we get it. Launch yeah. Code. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. yep. Who else? Uh, All three of those. Who yeah. else do I listen to? The I last like, three. No, we commentary. Get. Commentary magazine. Um, no, I get it. I. You know what? What I find funny is when when people say they listen to podcasts in the gym. To me, I, I maybe I don't like the gym enough, but like I want to listen to something heavy. I want to listen to metal, rap, like yeah. something that is really aggressive that gets me through it to mm-hmm. the point where like like Matt, you want to kill somebody. Where you're just like, all right, great. I would really, I I would love to kill somebody. Exactly. Yeah. So like, uh, that's what I listen to going in. A podcast is a little uh, difficult for me. Yeah. Uh, Vivaldi and all that shit is great. Uh, Studying, uh, prepping for a meeting, everything like the classical, especially in the early morning, is is fantastic. Um, But in the hardcore aggressive workout, I'm looking for you, motherfucker. (laughs) And it's like, all right, cool, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. Like I I listen to you, or uh, and and that's the other thing, though, because you're here. I listen to you, or. Who's the other one? Asking Alexandria. Yeah. Yeah. You turned me on to that last week. Five Finger. Danny's awesome. So, I'll resonate with Jared on this yeah. one. It's uh, Sleeping Sirens, new uh, album. You guys Fucking love awesome. them. What's what's their story? No, by the I way? don't. I don't necessarily still like. I'm I'm a very methodical listener of music because I emotionally, wherever I'm at, I take music and make myself hyper emotional sense so like when i work out like sleeping with sirens now that new album they they have progressed super, so much yeah. from their original stuff to now but like for, for, for me right so yeah. this is where it's at it's like very self-reflecting music right so i can work out i still get like my pump but then i'm really firing on all my cylinders and i write in my phone and then i'm like engaging with personal relationships that i normally wouldn't because yep. i don't want to so it's like for some reason, I find music for me that like goes, hey, man, you should probably reach out a little more, build these relationships, even though I don't want to. But I'm like sitting there texting when I fucking work out. I'm like, hey, uh, it, it's been a really cool thing. So I like Sleeping Sirens is my album right now. And I usually go through these weird fucking segmented things of music where a week I'll like brutalize an album. Back, right. Front to back. Over and over and over front again. Front to yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe look like stuff. Uh, same. It's, I'm it's the same. like, you know, some weird brain problems. But, you know. I always do that, and then I find one new that really fits my vibe, and then I just throw my whole emotion in, in that, and it helps me write. Like, hey, oh, and I, this one's great, man! Like this yeah, sirens, music is my I'm, I'm writing like crazy yep. on it. Yes. Which is yeah, cool. Yeah, like to start the day, to end the day. Like I, I'm music all throughout the day. Are you like that, Evan? No, no. He's no, not. that is like, you, it's you a shut, huge so, thing for me. He likes, so a, not, he after likes the no morning, one, but this is the weird you shut thing. it down. You, you listen to my people. He's a very knowledgeable guy. He wants information. Evan's like, and not to speak for yeah. you, but he sure. wants to absorb information. That's that's Evan. He's like consistently, whereas like guys like you and I, we have this weird component where like we need, which is not fair to you because you're a very creative guy as well. But we, I, we have to put ourselves in a vibe to let our brains work where he always tries to absorb information. But. I, it's a ph- phenomenal relationship as a friend because I just like sure try to learn from him to, to break it down like a, as a you know s- somebody who's in that creative space I like it because it confuses my brain so like mm-hmm. I listen to it very loud uh, it, it's always very new so it's something I've never heard of before so that way it's not something repetitive that I'm either singing called the creative or... brain brother I love that is it really yeah, because like every that. time you listen to something like even like take Eminem, his new album, I didn't really like it that much. But I that, hated it. That song Believe. Yeah. Like I hated it. But it was like, do you still believe? And then all that I was like, man, this is really fucking weird and lame. But certain po- points yeah, that yes. my brain were yeah. firing. And I was like, OK, this reminds me of this song. And then I can do this. And like it, it gets your brain. Firing. And your brain receives yeah. like inspiration from 100%. different things. So, yeah. Uh, for me personally, I, like that's me where it's, it's all day long. A lot of that, where when calls come in, I got to mute the thing. And, or, or if I answer too quickly, they'll be like, Jesus Christ, are you fucking raging over there? It's like, 
no, it's not that. Like, I, I just, I would rather be my mind confused by it. So do you shut it off? Do you shut yeah. the music off at a certain point? <clears throat> I've and gone, when is that during your day when no, it starts? No, I, I've, I've gone like literally weeks without music or... I, like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah, I've, I've gone, I've gone weeks without music. I've gone weeks without like podcasts and radio because I'll listen to the news in the mornings. So I'll listen to the news. I'll listen to... A podcast, I'll listen to, like, it, it sounds pretty fucking lame, but I actually listen to uh, classical uh, Indian meditation music, which not, like, not, like, you know, we're talking about Dot Indian, not Feather Indian. 18th so, century Gregorian chant really yeah, gets me and, off. But it, it really, so, because of the rhythm, because of the active meditation in the sense of, like, I can think that was through really something. Good. <laughs> and if I can think through something, because that's what I'm doing, is I'm making lists and I'm actually diving, like, trying to dive four layers deep on specific things. So then when I follow up with somebody, I can say, okay, these are the four things that I need from them within this specific topic. I get that. And if I don't, if I don't do that, then I feel like if I, if I miss a day of doing that, then I feel like I'm behind. Right. And so I have to actually put myself in that position. The only way I can do that is from four thirty. Like uh-huh. literally, nobody's awake at that time. No one. My mind is like I fresh. Love it. It's I, alive. I, 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 by by the way, fucking... I go super late. Yeah, uh, uh, my my writing yeah. and, and yours too. Yeah, we're very late, guys. Yeah. We're always up because it, and everybody asks, "Oh, you're a night owl or whatever." No, no. I don't think calling. people know that because mm-hmm. Ross and I always text each other at like 11 p.m. Like yeah. midnight, and we're always like, "You up?" He's like, "What up?" And like that, that's when we fire because I'm yes. like, I need that creative. I need to be like out of reality. A and little I bit. and I know that nobody's gonna hit me up text me call me like other than me sorry i'm up or early in the morning but that's the same Nobody. way where it's just like hey nobody's calling you at 4 30 in the nope. morning nobody's got a problem at 4 30 in the morning hey you missed x whatever that is like it, it clear it yes. clears your space for your brain i think those are the most important times in your, your life whether it's yeah. early or late because there's no drama right you clear the needs the wants of everybody else how many it, times? It, it's so oh. of what you want in your you life up? and that's the most yeah. important thing you up yeah yeah i'm here yeah. I'm here. Yep. All right. Great. And, and that's the way. No, like, dude, the way like, it is if you with look all of at us. that, that's where, like, like I'm a firm believer, like, you know, where you drink at night and stuff, you escape reality. The reason to drink at night is to get away from every single problem that every person puts on me, right? Throughout the day. Right. Because yeah. I want to be solely individual and I want to exist in my own fucking brain. And that's why I drink because it puts me to sleep because I have peace at mind. And I know that's like a weird thing to say, but. It's the same thing of getting up very well, it's early not in the morning. I don't consider you an alcoholic. No, so, no, but it's like. But I, a lot I, of people would, where it's just like, all right, cool. Not you. Like, you no, but it, it's, to, it's. To chill out. It's, well, it's a method of creating your own, like, clean slate, right? Yes. You, you wipe the page. And I'm, I wipe the page happily. And, like, just like Evan does in the morning, I just, I'm not a morning person because I fucking hate mornings. Um, but like I clean my slate at night, same as you do. And how you. Absolutely. Every time we've written together, we wrote our book together. Yep. Like, we stayed up super late, super quiet. You hear the rain hitting your fucking North Carolina beach house. Yep. It's just, let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah. And I don't know, are, are you that way, Phil? Do you have like a happy medium of medium of writing? or When I'm writing, it's it's really focused. So like usually we don't, we don't go into the studio and I have a bunch of stuff written down or, or there's some dudes out there that just are constantly writing. They're always coming up with ideas and, and little lyrics or whatever. I don't work that way. I usually don't do anything until we go into the studio. And there's only been one time where we wrote a record where we, I, we started with the lyrics. Our last one, we started with the vocals. Everything else has always been like riffs first and then the, the lyrics. So I kind of know where I'm going. And I'll sit down and I'll blast through. If I'm inspired in a song i can blast through a song in you know 15 minutes if i if i kind of have an idea where i'm going and the song's fleshed out and sure. i know if I, if I know the core how what the chorus is going to be then i can you sometimes i can blast through them real fast sometimes i'll sit there and i'll mess with one line and hate it the entire time that we're producing the record getting it ready and until i have to track that one line to finish that song i'll never be happy with it or there's still songs still songs where uh, lines i'm like i hate that line i shouldn't have said that i should have changed that so it's one of those things where for me the the inspiration kind of comes at us at, at like a spurt and when i need not when i need to because i don't want to sound like i don't have writer's block or i've never experienced that because i have but there's kind of like a time where we write and then there's a time where i don't worry about writing 
Right. You know, so is there a song that, that the audience screams out during your show that you're like, oh, fuck, I hate that song? Not that I hate a, no, no songs that, that I hate. hate the writing process or anything else. There's a lot of it. songs where I hated the writing process. There's a lot of songs where I hated coming up with it. There's a lot of songs where I hated actually writing the lyrics. There's a lot of a lot of that stuff. When it comes to like live stuff, it's the older songs. I'm I'm usually kind of like, well, I've played that one yeah, yeah, two thousand right times. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do it. You know. So for for me, it's not so much. I'm I'm usually more excited about playing newer songs because they're fresh and new and stuff. So, who do you listen to outside of like? Yeah, who obviously do you like? your own. <laughs> who, who do you listen to? <laughs> who's your uh, faves? When I, I as far as heavy stuff goes, I like Bring Me the Horizon a lot. Uh, I like Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> oh. As as far as stuff that's not heavy, I'm the probably do the you biggest. Like Shadow Moses. I do, I do. Shadow I like Moses. Shadow, Shadow Moses. I'm a I big like fan of Shadow Simple, Moses. I like it's in Paternal. I like the mm. the new one. I I'm a big fan. I think their progression is cool, going from deathcore into the kind of yes. basically their Lincoln Park without the rapper, which I think makes yeah, them better than Lincoln Park. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a fan, a super no, big fan uh, of their no DJ. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I mean, they got Bring a computer. Me the and the British. So yeah, yeah. yeah. If so, you yeah. could tour with one '80s hair band. Who would it be? Big fan of that question. Guns N' Roses. Ah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. I think that that one probably makes the most sense considering yeah. they're still out there printing money every time uh, they play a show. Every single night. That's and they yeah. so legit. Wrote one yeah. of the greatest records of all time. Mm. Oh, yeah. Two. Appetite. I, yeah, I, I, mean, lo- I love the first two. Chinese Democracy, I was I was spotty on, but I the first two. Right. I won't split hairs about the greatness of... of uh, the uh the patience the just a little patience. I won't care about any of that. I I just know it's when you say that Appetite for Destruction is one of the greatest records. Yes, there's almost no one that says I disagree. Uh, yeah. that, that is in everybody's top ten. I, I would have. Yeah. Uh, grunge era band. Who would you tour with? Pantera. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> yeah, because the answer. thing about the thing is, in the Fuck. '90s, Pantera wasn't a grunge band. They Dude. were the only metal band in the '90s that yes. were even remotely. Everything was okay. underground. Everything was underground. It was yeah. Carcass and death yeah. metal, and that's yeah, all yeah. the stuff all right. that I listened to in the early 90s when I was 18, 19, 20. That's what, I was listening to Swedish metal bands and stuff like that. The only metal band that stayed really metal when grunge came in and screwed everything up uh, was Pantera. So Huge fan. <laughs> Huge great, fan, One dude. of the greatest bands ever. Right. Yeah. Who, 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 did you, who, who outpartied you? Personally? Yes, everybody. Rockstar. Really? Yeah, out parties. Yeah, out drinks. I don't know. I get. I used to. I quit drinking this year. Uh, was there? Was there a famous rock star that shocked <laughs> you? Where you were just like, oh Jesus, man, that guy's on a different level. There's been a couple dudes where I've found out uh, how much they drink, and I'm like, wow. Like, uh, actually, he just just recently passed away. World Dane. Uh, I'm sure for Nevermore. Absolutely, sing for Nevermore. When I first heard stories about how much he did drink, and I'm not trying to slander the guy. I'm only saying things that i've heard i'm not saying any of it's true or anything but talking about the quantities that he drank that was the first time that i heard about people that would drink you know over a bottle in a day right and then for a, a time in my life i was one of those guys and so i had to go ahead and <laughs> yeah pump, pump on the brakes there pump the brakes yeah. yeah. so pump so, the brakes but you Aside from like the big rock stars and, and big stories that you hear from the 80s when everyone was doing coke and everyone was, everyone was acting like Guns N' Roses, you know, after 2000 and stuff, the partying wasn't as out front for a work? while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. Like, oh, fuck. We got we to gotta go to <laughs> but attitudes about I, I miss the old school yeah. shit well, where people were just Well, in the late 90s, attitudes changed about, in the late 90s into the early aughts, attitudes about partying and drinking had changed a little bit and that the whole like extravagance about the 80s and stuff and the whole, all the stuff that the grunge era kind of put the kibosh on, it was gone. It wasn't as cool to party. And then, now there are some people that are picking up that torch and asking actually does kind of come to mind when it comes to dudes that like to, yeah. to tie one on. But the, the, it was for a while, there wasn't a yeah. lot of bands that were open about how much they drank and stuff. And so to see one of the newer metal bands that, at least to me, to see that they were like drinking, like I said, like a bottle plus or whatever, yeah. it, it was, it was shocking it. that they could, they could do that. So 
at least from my perspective. I get it. Hey, uh, look, moving from a guy who drinks a bottle a day to the drinking bro of the week. Like I don't make that we'll segue, but that. like I kind of a oh, fantasy. I'll do it. I, you know, I kind of want to go play some guitar with Phil. And, yeah, uh, no, no, no. Because something about Phil, I'll real quick. Do it. The first time I met, well, not first time. It was quite. a bit times after but he was just like you know awesome lead singer and they whipped out the acoustic guitar and was like and shredded and i was like my ninja yeah <laughs> I, and he, by the he, way he, he could pick that old six string we'll, we'll i love post it a couple of the videos uh on our our drinking bros uh, ig stories if you will uh shot show 2018 we appreciate you being Thanks, here Phil. Absolutely. Um, love you guys. our drinking bro of the week is submitted by Corey white um he says i'd like to nominate someone for drinking bro of the week his name is Matt Bellotti. We were stationed in Alaska together, and some of my best memories in the military were with him. On December 9th, he decided to take his own life. He was just 23 years old and truly a salt-of-the-earth kind of guy. He wouldn't think twice about helping anyone out. He was a musician, and uh, he was also an artist. We will forever miss him, and he has touched everyone who ever knew him. Uh, we love him, and we love what Cheers. you guys do. Thank you very much. Uh, Corey White, thank you very much. Cheers. And uh, sorry for your loss. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Phil, truly one of the, the greatest shows we've ever had. Oh, thanks. Unbelievably dude. interesting, dude. I didn't even get into how many people you fucked. Like, yeah, you know. No, <laughs> you know no, hey, there's just, just one person he's kissed, you know? Yeah. There's only one that matters. There's only one that matters. I'm sorry, Evan. I'm, I'm still loyal Matters. to you. Exactly. Yeah. I have a past, Evan. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bullshit. He has past. a past. He'll break uh, your heart again. I have a again. past, but you're my future. Don't okay? trust him, Evan. He'll break your heart again. <laughs> exactly. For Mr. Matt Best, uh, our special guest, Phil Labonte, Jared Taylor, Evan Hafer, I am Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone. Yeah.